Tinsy Ears, and welcome to BC Weekly, where we talk about all the topics that matter to you and us. Live sports and video games. As always, I am one of your hosts, Chuck. I'm the other host, Brandon. Remember, you can find BC Weeklies wherever you pick up your podcast, whether it be iTunes, SoundCloud, or YouTube. You can find us. So, Brandon, how has your day been today? Another relaxed day. Um, woke up kind of strange because I had these really weird dreams. Like, um, one of the dreams, I was on a boat, and the boat wasn't that high, like, about three feet up. Either way, a storm was happening, and a big wave came through and, like, took me out of the boat. So I ended up on this, like, random island, and I'm like, where am I? Where's everyone else? And then I'm finding my way back to civilization, and you were, we ended up, like, back at Central, and you were giving some presentation, so I was just sat in, and then all of a sudden a news story went up, and the boat that I was on blew up. And I was like, well, I guess I'm thankful that I'm not on this boat anymore. But I was like, you know, but my friends are on that boat, so I was like really upset. And then I found like this time traveling device trying to go back in time to change it. But when I changed that event, another event happened where other people died. And it was just this a terrible like time of like trying to change events to make people so they didn't Multiple die. Multiple timelines, uh, right? I couldn't. Someone was going to die no matter what. So I ended up after like three times of going back in time, I ended up just like making it the original timeline of the boat blowing up and. I was sad. Well, I didn't die, so no, I was didn't. giving a presentation. So, <laughs> so, so you were on a boat. A wave knocked you off. You did. You had. You got to skip the whole like I'm drowning thing. Went right to an island. Pretty much. Then you got rescued from the island. Did you escape the island? No, it was. You know, it's a dream, not like non-continuity. So you just popped stuff, into pretty central. Much. <laughs> like I was okay. just like I was just kind of looking into around. A presentation. And then, yeah, I was literally like walking through a door, and you were there giving your presentation. And then all of a sudden, it was, it was like you stopped. You know, you're talking. I was telling you about the whole thing. What happened to me? And then a news source went on, and like there was a bomb like on the ocean, and it. Like the boat went over and triggered the bomb and it blew up. I don't know. It was some old up. school like <laughs> like diabolical villain. Like mines were left there Pretty in much. the water or something. Pretty like much, that. and it was kind of messed up. So, yeah, um, sounds like an eventful sleep. <laughs> um, my my day today was nice. Marissa came over. We chilled. Um, uh, did a lot of stuff for my birthday yesterday. That was cool. Got a lot of free food. Basically, on either of our birthdays, what we do is we find the best spots to get free food and we just go and get free food all day so it's I pretty mean, great sounds like an eventful birthday oh it's, it's, a, it's a perfect birthday uh, i do want to give a shout out i guess not to well, i guess we can give another shout out to brett uh so if i guess to you all like for all for our audience it's gonna you're gonna see that we had sound and uh, audio if you watch it on youtube you'll see the graphic uh our bc weekly graphic uh pan at the beginning and you'll like an int- introduction music uh, so I know this is episode four, so you've heard this on episode two, three, and now this episode. But in real time, we actually just added it this week. So we went back and removed all the episodes we already put up on everything. We couldn't remove the one from iTunes, so that's why it's not on that one. But we removed all the YouTube videos and everything, so it all has our new opening and our new intro and everything. We think it adds a little bit more professionalism, a little bit more of like a... Like a like a glitz, I don't know. And we're not just uh, diving right in. I mean, yeah, you know, you're not just starting and it's like, oh, we're already talking. You know? Exactly. So we we think it adds a little something. We would love to hear your thoughts on it. Um, and you can't sue us because that is public domain music. So <laughs> yes, one more thing I want to touch on before we get started is 
if you so if you're listening to this you can't you can't see us uh, but if you are watching on youtube you see that we have these matching <laughs> shirts on we are looking classy it wasn't intentional i took a shower before this and i just grabbed the first shirt it happened to be white chuck was wearing a white shirt it, you know i do yeah and i do want to say i came over here with my white shirt on, and then True. he put on True. a white shirt. That's so all I'm saying. Technically, it was my fault. Technically, it was my fault. But I was just like, oh, you know, we're going to do a podcast. Let me just grab this shirt. We're looking quick. classy and clean. But there yeah. is a difference. Do you see what the difference is? Uh, you got the V cut. I don't. Yes. So we actually aren't the same, but we're close enough. V neck for the win. FTW. Also, you're going to shout out, but you never did. Well, I was because I was, the shout out was for the new intro. Oh. But then I realized, like, I shout out Brett for yeah. making the graphic, but, but we already shouted him out for that. And I don't want to shout myself out for, like, hey, thanks for putting that in there, Chuck. So I just, the shout out is to the, I don't know, to the intro. All right. Thanks, all right. intro. You're great. I totally thought you were to shout someone out. I was just like, um, you know, hey, Brett, you're great. <laughs> Pretty much. So let's dive right in. Brandon, what do you have for us for our first topic? So for the first topic, um, last week you were talking about condiments and whatnot. And it got me thinking. I want to know, not necessarily condiments, but what is your favorite food? Like what is something that you always go back to no matter what? Uh, I, can, I can actually jump right into this one because whenever someone asks me this, I, I already know the answer right away. Uh, for me personally, it is my my mother's, of course, because okay. in my family, cooking is a thing. Yeah, I don't want to say a thing. It is the thing. It's what brings <laughs> us all together. And uh, my grandmother and her, how she cooked, she, she didn't play no games. She stuck her foot in everything. Uh, it's my mother's meatball, turkey meatballs and gravy. Now, that sounds so basic. Doesn't <laughs> I mean, it sound basic? I mean, it, it, sounds I, I, it sounded delicious to me. I wasn't really thinking basic. I mean, it wasn't exactly what I was, I don't know, maybe not expecting, but mm-hmm. it doesn't sound necessarily basic. So, she, so obviously, she hand makes it. Uh, so, she mm-hmm. starts with uh, ground turkey and all the ingredients she puts in there. She makes them by hand. You get everything from ranch to croutons to cheese to onions to green peppers. to And, and how, she, how she does it, I still don't know to this day. Uh, but it's not just those. It's the reason I like it is because it's a dish that comes with it. Okay. She also makes her homemade mashed potatoes, where okay. she literally takes potatoes, boils them, mashes them, adds in the sour cream, the milk, the pet milk, the salt, the pepper, the, all the other little dashes and everything else she puts in there. And then she also makes her corn, uh, where she literally shucks from, like she literally shucks okay. corn, so and then like it's like a it's an intense dish. I got you. Um, the only the only thing that can make it more authentic is that she went to the backyard killed a turkey <laughs> and then ground up the meat herself uh, but since my mother is not a uh, hunter i don't think we'll be seeing that but that that dish i like it for a few different levels one that the mix of different tastes i'm someone who i like to have a little bit of all my foods in my mouth when i'm eating it so like i'll eat take a bite of turkey and then a bite of this and a bite of that i'm not a dish of time person it's just so and it's just so delicious it reminds me of home it reminds me of mom i, I absolutely love it Hmm. Maybe you'll get to try it one time. Maybe, Maybe. you'll meet Mama Mahone <laughs> and you'll get to. I'm gonna know. Turkey gravy meatballs. It's delicious. All right, I'll be looking forward to How it. About you, sir. I think my favorite food, just because not only is it delicious, but it's also the first uh, like legitimate food I was able to cook: lasagna. Now you've had some of my homemade lasagna. I have. And, I have. You know, you told me it was good. Maybe you're just being nice, but like. It's just something I really take a lot of pride in, because as I said, it was the first thing I've ever learned how to cook. Mm-hmm. So I always try to perfect Before my lasagna. Before eggs? 
Legitimate. Okay, like, <laughs> like, like actual, like actual, actual okay. yeah. I'm no. like, you know how to cook eggs, but you were whipping mean, together lasagna? <laughs> technically, like, you know, I can make chicken, you know, I may, I'll, I can make um, burgers and, like, any type of meat, but, like, I feel like that's something It's not just, you know, flipping it over a few times yeah. as it's cooking. Like, you actually have to... Make it. Yeah, so... That's why I said it's the first legitimate thing I learned how to make. And I take a lot of pride in my lasagna. So, like, always trying to perfect it, you know, always trying to get anyone's input. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom makes some bomb lasagna, of course. Like, moms just know how to do it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. And granted, that's what you're raised on. So, True. sometimes you don't know no better. But, like, <laughs> but I know my mama food good. So, you know. Plus, like, I've also gone to, like, other people's houses and they've been like, oh, you know, this is great. And I taste something like, mm, you know, I'm Thanks for the free food. <laughs> like, I've had. You know, so, um, but yeah. Has your mother ever eaten your lasagna? Yes. Yes, she has. Because she had a, um, she was the one teaching me how to, so she was doing taste tests, and, Mm -hmm. um, she's, the first time, honestly, she did most of it. Like, she was kind of talking about it. Well, yeah, you gotta gotta learn how to do it, right? Yeah, so, the second time, um, she still helped out, but I think the, it was the third or fourth time when I actually did it, like, almost all myself, Mm -hmm. that's when... I felt like I could take her opinion on how it tasted because it wasn't just, it's like her, you know. Right. And, you know, I still need stuff. I need to add a little more sauce. I was a little dry in the sauce. Um, dry lasagna, you monster. <laughs> and then um, I think I needed more cheese. Also, mom likes a lot of cheese. So. Oh, yeah. What do you mean? So do you, do you put in feta? Do you put in mozzarella? Do you put in... I just started putting in feta, actually. Okay. Um, I do put mozzarella and cheddar on the top. I also mm-hmm. put... Um, ooh. R word? R- oh, I, I know well, what you're talking. I, yeah. I know I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> the R and that's the one I was like, do you put in? And I didn't know the name. I like I know what you're talking about though. Uh, ricotta, ricotta. Yes, that's Thank what you. it is. I was like, what? And see, and ricotta is something I would never use outside of lasagna because right? it looks disgusting. It does look gross, <laughs> but it's it's perfect but it's lasagna. Great lasagna. Um, yeah. So those are the four cheeses that I'm using now. I'll probably dabble some more this summer. Mm-hmm. We'll see how it goes. But yeah, so brother, uh, let me know if you need another opinion. You know, I I have been known to eat. Some lasagna in my day, uh, my mother does make a bad dish herself. So, Fair enough. granted, I've never made lasagna, um, but I have. I've taken a whack at making my mom's mashed potatoes, like just one piece of that monument dish <laughs> that is the the trifecta of deliciousness. Um, and making potatoes isn't difficult, right? You literally you yeah, boil them, you skin like, or actually, she doesn't skin her; she actually mashes them with the skins. Okay, um, but. It's not difficult, but to get them to, like, her consistency and the way she does them, because yeah. hers isn't, like, completely whipped, so they're not, like, just a creamy mush. Mm-hmm. It's like they actually have, like, some intentional, like, chunk in them. Gotcha. It's, and so, like, it's more, I don't know. I, I just don't know how to explain it. She's so, she's like a, she's, she's like Chef Curry in the kitchen. Like, I don't understand it, but I'm trying to, I'm trying to learn. So, I'm definitely on a level like you, where you've, you, you've done many trials of your lasagna. How many times do you think you've cooked lasagna? Oh, oh. Up or over 50? Or up or under 50? Under 50, but... 20? Up over under, 20. Over 20? Okay. Over 20. So has your mom uh, tasted maybe some of your later trials of it? I want to say it's been at least a year since my mom's tasted Oh, so she don't even know. She no, don't even know no, what you got right now. Yeah. It's, so you could be like, pow! <laughs> well, like Mother Day coming up, you could surprise her with some lasagna in the face. I could. But let's be real, we both know you're not going home. Yeah. <laughs> but hypothetically speaking, I, maybe I'll send it to her. You know, snail mail or something. She but sent you, me. Okay, she sent me a pie before through mail, a and pie? It was, yeah, for finals, 
It was great. It came in a box. Oh my god, a homemade pie. A pie. A pie. How did it not like? She put shift? it in a. Um, she had like a little gas, a glass case, and she had to put a cover in it so it didn't move around. And like I just, I think I still have the case in my room. So like but, even like, if it was like upside down, like it just didn't. No, it didn't move. And so it came in like a perfect pie. Wow. And that's why I ate it before finals, and I'm pretty sure I did better on my finals because I got pie. You <laughs> know. Pie. What's apple pie? <laughs> apple pie. Apple pie. I'm a, I'm a, I'm, I'm a classy, you know, go to the basic type of pie. I like apple. I mean, cherry, raspberry, blueberry. Those pies are good, but I like I'll banana always cream. Go by. Mm, let's see. This is where we differ. What's here. wrong with that? What's <laughs> wrong it's with not. It's not wrong. It's just not my favorite. And, and that's or fair. Banana cream. One. I wouldn't say it's my favorite, uh, but it's something different. Like I, I it's definitely different. Because apple pies can be delicious or, like, just trifling. Like, this is, everybody thinks they know how to make apple pie. Oh, it's just apples and cinnamon and you throw it together and apple pie. But, like, if you don't put the right, like, it's just, there are some dishes that are so, so done commonly. Like, so many people do them mm-hmm. that people think they're simplistic and it's easy to do and it's always going to be good. That's not true. Like, everyone thinks they know how to make a steak. That's Everyone true. thinks they know how to make a steak. That's but true. if you don't season that steak correctly, I don't care. I don't want to eat your, <laughs> your burnt up, trashy, taste like nothing but salt, or taste like I'm just, I just bit into a raw cow. Like, I don't want that. You have to season it per- uh, perfectly. Then you have to cook to seasoning. So, like, if you're on the grill and all you're doing is burning the seasoning, like, so, like, it, it's so many levels of thing, And I don't think people appreciate the intricacies in some dishes because there's delicious apple pies and i'm sure your mother made a delicious one but then there's just some garbage pies where i'm like (laughs) who made oh i know exactly who it is i'm not gonna say it just in case they listen to this but i remember (laughs) i ate somebody's apple pie and i was like this is trash you i would have rather you just giving me about 40 apples and i would have just ate them instead of eating this it was and i think there was hair in it like it was just nasty it was Yeah, it was homemade. It was not and they thought it was about something. The, the crust wasn't, it wasn't like, that's not how you want your crust to either be like flaky or you want it to be like flaky and crispy and yeah. like you want it to be different from it's the actual. Like pie, not right? too hard. Like when I'm like right into the crust and it breaks my teeth. Yeah, you don't like, want that. Yeah. Their crust was like literally like mush. Like it was like disintegrating Ooh. into the actual apples and, <laughs> and juices and stuff. Like it wasn't actually crust. Yeah. It just... Like like it was like, like if you took a piece of white bread and just put it on top. <laughs> And then like got soaked. That's how the crust was. I was like, I don't want this junk. But like I was smiling, like, oh, I'm like, oh yeah, it's great. Mm, thanks. So that's funny. Well, yeah, I can't say I've had that bad of pie. <laughs> I mean, I've had some, you know, not too good pies, but never that bad of pie. So nasty. So uh, this next topic is honestly, it, it might be a little quick, but I this is something I don't know about you, and so I genuinely want to know, and I'm going to share mine with you. I want to know because we we've both played a plethora of different sports, mm-hmm. uh, recreationally. So like whether we're playing with our friends, whether it be ultimate volleyball, basketball, whatever. But I know we've also done competitive sports in high school and things of that nature. So I did football, basketball, track. I know you did football. I know you did bowling. Yes, yeah, football, and bowling. Okay. Yes. <laughs> uh, so I want to know throughout all your time playing sports, what? So two things. One, what was your most serious i don't want to say serious like or i guess yeah serious grievous whatever injury that you received like what was the most like moment like where you remember and you're like that sucked i never want to do that again and two 
what was the most serious injury you affected on someone or and if you didn't do that to anyone uh i remember you in one of our previous podcasts you spoke about that but uh or what was the worst that you've ever seen while you were playing a sport so it can't be like i was at a football game at the lions game and i saw someone break their neck it has to be something you were involved in i got you so for me uh they're actually one and the same so this was my first year playing football Eighth grade when we and I didn't play football prior to this, mm-hmm. and the only reason I was even playing football is to stay in shape for basketball. Uh, and so I was playing football because because like the cool kid, the cool thing to do, right? All my friends were like, bro, you gotta do football with us. You're fast. You could run. You could do running back or something. And I'm talking, about, I actually really didn't even know football that well. So I'm like running back. I'm assuming I'm run behind people, run back. I don't know. I, I wasn't sure, but. So I was like, all right, I'll try out to be a running back. And I ended up getting a spot, whatever. Me and this other guy rotated off at fullback because in middle school, they didn't trust people to throw. And they were like, we, it was basically run for everything. You run, I mean, either it's yeah. a halfback, you halfback running around the corner, or you got fullbacks <laughs> blasting up. Pretty much. And I, uh, when we were practicing it initially, they saw that I wasn't afraid to like, use my shoulder and hit people. So they're like, all right, you'll be a fullback. Now... If you, if you know me, like, so if you if you haven't actually met me in person, you're just listening to this, and you're not watching the uh, YouTube, you're listening to me, I'm a small dude, right? <laughs> I'm not going to front. Like, I'm a small dude. Now, I hit above my weight class, don't get it wrong, and I'm strong. Like, I'm a strong, <laughs> like a strong small dude, but I'm still a small dude. So they got this small dude playing, like, running back. And, and maybe I wasn't that small in eighth grade. Maybe it was different. Mm-hmm. And granted, I was bigger when I was younger. Uh, not, like... Bigger, bigger, fatter, bigger, but like I was built more because I haven't worked out at all in college. Am I supposed to? Kidney disease, another topic, another time. But um, I, rem- I always remember this day. We were doing hitting drills one day, and me and the person I was going against was named Andrew Messina. Andrew Messina was the other fullback. Great dude, humble dude, cool dude. He knew the position really well because his brother was like the star running back at a oh, high okay. school. So he he knew everything that was going on. And I, and that, now that I think about it, like I wonder if he was pissed about sharing reps with me because like he's like I know what I'm doing. Me and my brother, like but I don't know. But Andrew Messina is a really good guy, and we were the only ones who were like known to like really like hit hit like on the oh, offensive gosh. size. Um, and so we were running drills and basically me and Messina never really went against each other because we were both fullbacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we were going through the drills and basically tearing up the other kids we were playing with. And so the coach, you know how football coaches are, they're just yelling for no reason. And they're like, no one's hitting today. No one's trying to get after it today. Y'all don't want to beat our rivals. Y'all don't want it. So like they're yelling or whatever. And they're like, Mahone, Messina, get up there. Show them how he's done. <laughs> And then so like and so like like he the coach has everyone watching us right, okay. and so this is at this point me and Messina like we know we have to put our bodies on the line to improve it, <laughs> impress the coach because we you know we don't want to lose each other our starting spot even though we're sharing reps you know we whatever, so we both go up and I will never forget this and what's so funny, what is so funny is I never I never said this to him until because we played football with each other throughout all of high school too I never said anything to him about this to my junior year of high school. And I'll tell you his response after. Um, but I, I will never forget. We were holding the ball. We ran into each other and pop. Like it was probably the one of the hardest hits I think I've ever laid on anybody. And I've got laid on me. And after that hit, we both got up. And I remember the whole left side of my body being numb and paralyzed. I couldn't see out of my left eye. And I was trying to walk back, but my leg was like dragging. Uh, and in my arm, like, I couldn't move my arm up. And like in my head, I'm freaking, I'm freaking out, right? I'm like, oh my lord. I think I'm paralyzed. My mom was, she told me not to, not to do football because of this and da, 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 da. And then, so as I'm like running back, I'm trying to, like, you know, it's football. You got to put on a brave face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, Ugh, even though I, I literally couldn't, like, I couldn't see on my face. I don't know if my face was acting, I couldn't see on my uh, left eye. I don't know if my face was acting weird. 
But of course, the, so when we hit the other, like the lineman coach, the quarterback coach, everybody hurt the hit, and the everybody comes in like, oh, I see somebody's hitting today. So they all stop their drills and look at what me and Messina was doing. So Messina's going to back to the line. I'm going back to the line, and so like they give us our praise or whatever, and we're like, yeah, we put our, we almost killed ourselves for that. Woo. <laughs> um, so like that's for me. I will never forget that hit, and I was always like. That's what's always made me like Doshan. They always say, "Put your head up in football and stuff yeah. like that." That's always made me know I need to do that. If I if you go to Messina, I remember speaking to him my junior year, and like I never told anyone that that like, oh, that was such a big hit for me because again, you know, we're trying to put on this brave face. I don't want to be like, you hit me so hard that I couldn't feel my body. <laughs> I talked to Messina about it, and he was like, I know exactly what you're talking about because after we hit, I went, like, I threw up. I went to the because we we practiced right by the woods or whatever. Oh, okay. So he said, I said I had to pee. I went to the woods and threw up because I could not like my head was hurting so bad, my Dang. vision was blurry, and so he was going through the same stuff I did. But we literally never said anything to each other. He never said anything to the coaches, never said anything to his brother. Uh, so all that stuff where we talk about how football can mess you up, it's true. <laughs> I'll hit hard. So, yeah, we, like, I, and I remember that. I remember him being like, yeah, he was like, for that whole day, like, my spine hurt and whatever. He was like, I was fine after. Just He was like, I was fine the day after. Mm-hmm. And I was fine the day after, right? It was just, we pro- both probably just got stingers. Um, but I will never forget that. That's the hardest I've been hit. And that's the hardest I think I've ever hit anybody. And it was funny because we both experienced it at the same time and yeah, never said anything to each other. That's an interesting one. That was a quiet story. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've been <laughs> on for a while. You were good. No, I yeah, that's something I never knew. I wow, I couldn't imagine like the entire left side of just being. Yeah, mm, no, it was out. so scary. I don't think I could be able, I could put on a facade for that. Like I'd literally freak out. So scary. I will. I will. Like I. I will always remember that feeling of being like, am Am I about to be paralyzed? Like, yeah. is this done? <laughs> am I? Yeah, it was crazy. Mm. But well, what about you, sir? Um, Did you paralyze anyone? <laughs> no. <laughs> Uh, like I said, I already told you about the um, me throwing another person into a football player. Go into detail, though. I don't, I don't remember. So, uh, this was in middle school. I You could argue I didn't tackle correctly because I was in middle school. Um, my None of us was, did. Right? <laughs> my thought was, you know, I'm a lot bigger than most people at this point, you know. In eighth grade, I would think I was... 140 or so around there. I know in sixth grade I hit 120, so at least bigger than 120 in my eighth grade. Um, so I already knew I was a lot bigger than most people. So that way I figured if I can tackle someone, why not just throw them back? Because like, they're smaller than me, so I can throw them back and you know make them lose yardage. So I said, okay, you know what? This seems like a good plan. You know, one's angry about it so far. So I did that. And one time I threw it back while another person was tackling another person. Um, and they ended up colliding, and he tackled him where he bent his back and basically paralyzed. No, he didn't. <laughs> he didn't paralyze him, but like he bent his back in a weird way, so like the guy flipped and ended up breaking his leg. I don't know. I didn't see the reaction. Like I said, I was just throwing the guy back and I was just moving. All I know is later everyone was kneeling and I looked back and I was like, oh crap! So I took a knee, and it was against my rival school too, mm-hmm. which. Oh, so this was actually in a game. This yes, wasn't this was, practice. No, this was okay. in a game. This was in a game. What well, kid I didn't even know, I felt really, really bad about it because, I mean, I never want to hurt anyone. Um, he broke his leg. My friend who tackled the other guy into him said that he felt some guy's, like, back bending. So he, like, let up as he was tackling his to try to minimize injury. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I thought happened. But no one really knows how the interaction happens. All we know is that the guy broke his leg. And I felt really bad. 
a lot of my friends are telling me that he was just kind of being a little wimp about it because like he was on the uh, he was on a cast for a lot longer than he needed to be so he was kind of just over dramatic and but i still felt really bad about it right. so that was something that i've caused to someone else mm-hmm. um probably the worst things ever caused can to i ask a else. question about that go for it um did y'all win the game no. <laughs> oh wow! I don't think so. Wow, traumatic memories <laughs> end in the end. Yeah, man, that was not worth it. Okay, <laughs> no, continue. No, uh, no, we weren't. We weren't too good in middle school. I think we we never won a game. We tied like we never three. won a nope, game. Never won a game. Tied like three and then lost the rest. Tied. Uh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. Well, in middle school you only played six games, so that was your record. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I honestly I had no That's idea. Unfortunate. I just remember tying two or three. And, you know, we were happy about it because we were losing. And then our coach told us that tying is like kissing your sister. And so we were like, that's a bad thing. I'm all- <laughs> <laughs> that's a bad thing. <laughs> so we weren't too happy about it after that. We were like, oh, man, we thought we'd be doing great. Um, but injury that's been caused to me, I remember two. One was like the most painful, but it really wasn't that serious, just because I think of what was going on at the time. And the other one that was like actually kind of serious. So one that was painful. Um, this was a this was another game. It was a away game right before the game though. Um, same football eighth grade. Same, same yes, th- okay. football eighth grade. Um, before the game, I got a text message saying that my best friend was in the hospital. And so I was freaking out, I'm like, why is she in the hospital? You know what's going on? Like, I was just thinking about her, which really messed up my game because I, my, I just wasn't, my head was not in the game. And I remember kickoff just thinking about like what I could do to help her and whatnot. And I remember running towards the ball, like I was on autopilot. And then all of a sudden, I just remember getting hit in the stomach and like getting the wind knocked out of me and landing on the floor. And like I looked up, and it was some short dude that hit me. And I was just like, I didn't even see him. And like, I couldn't move for a second just because mm-hmm. I was, you know how like when you get hit and you're oh, not you went, prepared. Did, yeah, and the wind just, knocked out. Yeah. yeah. So I couldn't move. I was just like, Ugh! like what <laughs> happened? And then I got up. And the weirdest part is, I don't even know if it he actually existed. Because I was looking for him and I could not find this short dude that hit me. Like, I don't know what happened. I really don't. I was so out of it, so thinking you about got knocked. Up. Yeah, basically, you know. And because I, I remember looking for this dude the entire time, and it was just all this stuff. And I ended up sitting on the bench just because I just I couldn't play. And it was it was a terrible game. So that pain and like with all the things happening, I remember that that was the most painful experience. The most like serious was eighth grade basketball. Uh, we were doing a drill called three on two, two on one. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we've ever done that before, but mm-hmm. basically you have um, three offensive, two defensive. You go down, you have like 15 seconds to try to shoot. You know, uh, if you miss, then you, or even if you make it, you know, after the 15 seconds, you do two people stay and one person comes back. So I was the person who's coming back, and I was just like, oh yeah, I can back paddle as fast as you guys are sprinting forward. I can't. <laughs> so I ended up uh, tripping. And when I was falling, I was like, oh, let me just brace myself. So I extended my arms backwards, trying to stop myself on my palms. I broke both my wrists. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> oh, I fractured both my wrists, just to say. I didn't break them completely. I just fractured Graceful. them. But uh, the weirdest part was, another weird thing, 
I didn't know. I fractured my list. No one else knew because I just thought it was funny that I fell. And so I was laughing as I fell and, like, I was in pain. And they're like, Brandon, are you okay? I was just like, no. Like, mid-laugh, like, I can't move my hands. And they're like, what? <laughs> and Because like, they, they, they didn't know I was being serious because mm-hmm. I was laughing. And I was like, I literally can't move my hands. Just laughing the entire time. And so... Um, but the assistant coach took me to the um, infirmary or whatever, and I was still laughing. I was saying that, and I was like, man, like, what am I going to do? My first thought was, how am I going to eat? And I was looking <laughs> at my assistant coach, and he just stares at me, doesn't say a word, and then just pretends like I'm just going to face forward into the food. And I was just started laughing again. So everyone thought I was going to be okay. That night, the pain actually kicked in. I remember, like, 2 a.m. screaming, crying, because I actually felt the pain at that point. We went to the emergency room, and they told me that I had both my wrists fractured. Like, because my mom and my um, aunt were telling me, you know, don't baby it. Just, like, keep using your wrist and all that so it doesn't, like, swell up or anything. I was like, okay, fine, but it hurt. And then that night, it really kicked in. So they're like, okay, we have to go to the infirmary or the ER. And they told me, I fractured both my wrists. So I was like, cool. So did you get a cast on both? Yeah. Um, after a week, though, I stopped using them just because it was... I couldn't write, and mm-hmm. I, I was still in school, so it was just really bothering me, and, like, the teacher was like, oh, you know, we'll have other people write your notes. I'm like, no, like, because they have to write their own notes, and they have to write mm-hmm. my notes, mm-hmm. so I just started, like, taking my uh, uh, casts off, and like I said, it was only a fracture, so, and I was a, I was younger, drank a lot of milk, so it healed in, like, two weeks or so. <laughs> okay. At least what it felt like two weeks. I don't really know how long it took, but <laughs> just because, like I said, I started taking off my wrists, or my cast, and started just using my wrists anyway. And I figured if I didn't move a certain way, it wouldn't hurt. So mm-hmm. I started figuring it out. And then one day, like, I moved it a certain way that I was supposed to. Didn't hurt. So I was like, hey, we're healed. So. <laughs> Super quick healing. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> so, yeah. So, first of all, that's interesting. I didn't know that you broke uh, both your wrists at the same time. <laughs> Super graceful. Yeah. Uh, appreciate that. Uh, what do you have for our video game? <laughs> for our topic? last topic. I want to know, what is the hardest video game you've ever played? Like, that you just remember that is just mm. daunting. Like, oh my gosh. If you need a really good question. <laughs> if you need a second, I can tell you mine. I can, Go ahead. and I will probably say, me, Marcus, and Steven will all say the same game, Azuric. It's this game called Azuric, and it was on the Xbox. So now the premise of this game was you have these eight, like, gigantic emblem things and these eight emblems um gave you power so like one emblem would be water you know another one would be fire dark light mm-hmm. you know all these random things so in the very beginning of the game you're like this uh you're like this prodigy son who has access to all of these emblems and you're training and you get to use all the emblems so you see how powerful you can be and then like your uncle your evil uncle or whatever i don't know he's related to you in some way i don't know if he's uncle or whatnot but he uh, like, casts you out and then breaks each of the emblems. So the emblems break by, um, he, like, cracks them. So each emblem goes into, like, either six or eight pieces. And you have to get all these emblems back. So you already have eight emblems, and each one of them just broke into, like, six or eight pieces. So you're, this game is about you going to find, like, 36 pieces of, <laughs> of oh, that's wrong math, sorry. 64 to 50, 56 to 64 pieces of um, these power things, and you're going around just picking them up. 
So as you pick them up, you get stronger and you get to use the elements. And you have to use these elements to fight certain enemies. But then once you get later into the game, once you have more elements, you have to start combining elements to beat certain enemies. So like earth and light made poison or something. Or um, I don't know, just a whole bunch of random things. But you just had to use these elements to defeat enemies. Mm-hmm. I don't know if we skipped a part or what, but it just got extremely difficult. Where there was just different types of enemies in one group. So you had to keep switching the powers for your staff mm-hmm. uh, and your elements so you could be effective against those enemies. But then... It'd just be overwhelming, and we never, I've never gotten even close to beating the game. Like, I think we got about four pieces of half of the emblems, so we weren't close, but I just remember that being the most difficult game I've ever played, just because the fact that you had to make, like, poison out of mixing two or three elements, mm-hmm. and you had to remember these elements, like, right, mid-battle, right. just, it was, it was ridiculous. Like, I've never played any game that difficult, and... I almost want to play it again just to see if it was as difficult as I remember it to be. Or were you just young? Um, yeah, yeah. Right. But that's what I remember being the most difficult game I've ever played. It's called Azuric on the original Xbox. So that kind of, uh, to me, that kind of sounds like Magic. I don't know if any of you have ever played Magic. I don't know if you've played Magic. Was it? Called? I think it's. Yeah, it's called Magica, and so they have Magica Magica Two. Mm-hmm. And what it is is uh, basically your. I play actually played this with Marissa. Um, it's a good. Co-op, a couch co-op game and what it is is you have you're a wizard right okay. so you're a wizard and there's let's say four basic elements so water life thunder and fire i don't know <laughs> i just threw <laughs> right, it right so let's say those those are the elements uh and then you can combine the elements in different way to make different things kind of like what you were saying so if i did uh fire and water if i did fire and water i would get steam Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I could use steam and combine it with one of the other basic elements to make a completely different element, and then um, and then but you get you, you got to combine up to I think it was four or five things in a row. So basically, like if I like so you have your sprite on the screen, right? So mm-hmm. if I hit fire once, a fire will pop up, and then I could cast that fire. So it might just be a fireball, whatever. Mm-hmm. And if I do five fires in a row, it's a huge roaring gusher of fire. Okay. If I do uh, two two fires and two uh, two waters, then it'll be more steam than it would, right? Because it'll make a stronger fire. Like those two fires are combined, then those two waters are combined and make a stronger steam. And so you got to the point where you would have to do like fire, death. Okay, so yeah, death was one, life was one, fire, lightning. Oh, there was a lot of elements that I'm thinking about. It. There was a lot. I don't even know how they, how did they hot, uh, whatever. I don't know how they hot button all these things, but so you could combine uh, basically a lot. Of, so you might be like, all right, I need to combine fire with death and then add in lightning. Then if I do ice and do this, then I create this Armageddon spell. And so you would get these enemies, like you said, who are resistant to one or not resistant to one. And another thing that was really cool about the game is that like, if there was water there, mm-hmm. if I use an ice thing, like an ice mist or something like that, that can freeze all the water so we can walk on that. But as soon as the water is gone, as soon as the uh, the ice melts, mm-hmm. then you're wet. So if you're wet, then if an enemy uses electric on you, then you're, you're whatever. But you. you're more resistant to fire. So, like, it's <laughs> it's really cool. Actually, you should, you should I think you would probably enjoy it. Um, but, again, it's, it's a game that has... It's easy barrier of entry, right? You get it. You can, if you want, you can just go through fire, 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 fire. I'm just using fire the whole time. But if you want to be effective, you should have a partner. So like me and Marissa, she would do this spell where she would just do a bunch of waters and she would soak all the enemies. And then I would do this, uh, I would do like, I think it was like three lightnings, a wind, and maybe 
death or something like that and it would just be an armageddon of lightning that comes out so all the enemies are wet and then we would just destroy him with that gotcha. so we would do different combinations like that where, where she would uh freeze everything and then i would uh do a bunch of earth uh, spells or whatever and mm. then make uh boulders rain from the sky and, and shatter everyone so different things like that and so it kind of reminds me of that when you said that yeah no it sounds similar just mm-hmm. because i do think there was steam in there and i think that I don't know. It just, it literally brings me bad memories. When I really? think about the game, like, it was so difficult. And we had a strategy guide. Oh, no, you had a strategy yes. guide? And we still couldn't. Woo. Yeah. Okay, see, and that's interesting. <laughs> uh, so, I, Magic is one of those games where, like, no one has the platinum. Because to do all the things you have to do, it, it gets hard. So, we, me and Marissa, I think we played on easy or normal. Mm-hmm. But... If we play on, like, if you were to play on one difficulty harder, you're like, how, how am I supposed to beat them? Because yeah. like, there's, there's simple spells too, like a death laser or whatever. It does good damage against everyone, but once you jack that difficulty up even a little bit, they're just looking at you as you blast them in the face. They're like, <laughs> have you started fighting yet? I'm not. This, this means nothing to me. So it's interesting. Oh, for my most difficult game, it's actually hard. Uh, one thing I learned, uh, I can't remember where I learned this from. Um, I don't know if it was, I know you remember G4 back when that was on. Yeah. Right? Uh, but I believe this was an article I read or something of that nature. But they were talking about how video game design has changed throughout the years. And I can see that. back in Super Nintendo days, Sega Genesis days, mm-hmm. those very young, young video when video games was definitely in its embryonic phase. Uh, RAM was limited, memory was limited. You were using cartridges, you know what I mean. So yeah. you, they had less space on mm-hmm. everything. So they had to figure out how do I make an immersive experience or this full experience when I really only have enough, you know, memory to make four maps, right? This and an intro screen. They were limited by not what their creativity was, but by what they, or what they were physically working with. And so a way around this was they made the games as difficult as possible so the experience was longer. So and if you couldn't get if it took you 5 hours to get through this one board because it was so hard because the gra- the, the physics were so like you dropped so quick or because the enemies were so easy to get you like I don't know if you've played the original uh, Ninja Gaiden and stuff like that. Those yeah. games were difficult yes. than a mug but purposefully yeah. because it made the experience longer even devil may cry the original devil may cry wasn't that difficult i mean not devil may cry castlevanias the uh, original castlevanias I was like i found devil may cry to be quite difficult <laughs> <laughs> but uh, castlevanias were difficult but not ninja guy difficult um, and so i've always found that so interesting that they intentionally made their game super difficult mm. to make the experience longer and so that kind of that dives into my answer that or that goes into my answer and the games, the games, so like, I, there's not one game I think of that I'm like, oh, I'll never be able to beat that. Because I don't think there was ever a game that I just beat my head against and was like, I can't play this. But I remember me and my cousins, and really just me and my cousins, not my brothers, they were too young, but playing games on Sega Genesis, uh, games on Super Nintendo, uh, where we were like, and maybe again, not even because we were young, but we were like, this is so hard. Why did they make it this hard? The enemies are invincible. You can't like you get. I, I have two. I have two hits or I'm dead. I have to hit them 42 times. I have to be close contact to hit them. But as soon as I hit them, there's no stun, so they immediately can hit me back. How am I supposed to beat this? Oh, and by the way, there's 50 enemies. So like, I just remember being so frustrated and like, no human being can beat this. But we still beat our head against that wall trying to beat those games for hours and hours and hours and hours on end. Um, and and. When I think of like games now today, um, if you take out 
Dark Souls, you take out Noah, mm-hmm. and it, like, you take out, like, let's say, Lords of the Fallen, there really aren't games that are intentionally made to be that difficult. Because they don't want you to run away. They want you to get immersed in the experience and do all the stuff stuff. And if you want to make it hard, then fine, you can up the difficulty setting. Okay. But there aren't many games that want you to have a difficult time from the go. In my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. Yeah, but, yeah that's, that's interesting. I Honestly, I really... I'm going to get you to download Magic 2. <laughs> or you... Did you have PS Plus uh, about a few months ago or no? Oh, no, you didn't. You you ha- you stopped having PS Plus for a while, didn't you? Yeah, I did. I don't remember what You might have missed it. Because it, it was a PSN free game. So that's when? why I was surprised that you didn't get it last year. Oh, yeah. No. But last year was on and off. On and off? Okay. Well, may- maybe you just need to come over my my crib and we play it then. It's a really good game. Uh, if any of you have played it... I would love to hear your thoughts on Magicka 2. I believe it's called Magicka 2. With the wizards, and you have like a sword that you get to use. Watch me sound like a completely different. Right. right. <laughs> okay, well, if it's not Magicka 2, we'll update next podcast, and I'll tell you how wrong we are. Brandon, do you have anything else for the good order? Nope, that's about it, Chuck. All right. Well, as always, we are BC Weekly. Remember that you can find us wherever you find your podcast, whether that be iTunes, SoundCloud, or youtube we always want to hear your thoughts so if there's any topics that you want to hear about if there's anything that you want to comment on uh, from the show obviously leave so in the comments below on the videos on youtube Uh, if you want to reach out to us where can they do so at brandon our facebook page bc weekly just type it in we'll be there it's very easy (laughs) and you can also email us at bc weekly podcast at gmail at gmail.com uh, and it's spelled phonetically so literally as it sounds DC Weekly Podcast at gmail.com thank you for letting us serve you as always and we will catch you next time thanks y'all deuces peace bye <laughs>